Welcome back, everyone, to the Equally Responsible Opinion Show. <laughs> Two smart brothers on a couch. <laughs> we are officially back on the couch. It's been a long time since we've done a podcast. It's been busy, it's been busy man. Hey, man, as, as people know, life happens. <laughs> like, things come up. But we got a lot to talk about, Victor. We got NBA. We got COVID spreading. Again. We got the brand new Spider-Man Far From Home. I guess. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, going to be spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, just know, I'm going I'm to give you a one minute just dead air where there's going to be nothing. I'm going to give you some spoilers. Just so you know, I haven't seen it, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but first, we have to start Have to start with NFL. And, <laughs> and the thing, Victor, is you've been saying for weeks, when it comes to the Lakers, they should fire Frank Vogel. However, mm-hmm. there might be one coach of all the four major sports who needs to be fired before that, and that is Matt Nagy of Absol- the Chicago Bears. But we've been saying this since, what, the third week? Had it been. You have- like, I think when... Dalton was still starting. You're like, why is Phil's not playing? He's your future. Right. And then when Phil's winning, you're like, what are you doing with him? <laughs> exactly. When he, remember that game against the Rams where it's like, oh, he's Fields as a decoy? Like he, yeah, it was like, and he was getting, he was getting hit Pummeled. left and right. And you're like, yo, you guys know this is your franchise quarterback right now. Like The biggest thing right now is we're coming off a game where the Vikings beat the Bears 17-9. The Chicago Bears had five red zone trips. And, Victor, they scored three points. Three points. points. They had three turnovers. They had three, because technically at the end of the game, they had another end of down. Uh, Yeah, technically. And he he caught it. At the the one. one, At the one. And they had a blocked field goal. The Bears are looking bad, but Victor, just go off on how badly you think Matt Nagy has been so far this season. I think he's been terrible. And no, no, okay, that's not a lie. Obviously, as novice, novice fans were on the outside looking in, like, oh, you guys are just sports talking shit. No, Matt Natty was hired as an offensive head coach. Guru, Guru, head coach. And today's game was no offense. So the- and they kept having chances. Now, granted, he's not out there playing the game. So he can only, he only, his, his, the buck does stop at a certain point. Like you do have to, you game manage it. But there was certain plays that you're like, I can't make him catch that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it comes down to player responsibility. However, you can tell by the scheme tonight Something okay. The first time you make it, all right, that's fine. Whatever, no harm, no foul. Second time, okay. How should I adjust to this? The third time you're down there and you don't score again, it's like, come on. At this point, bro, so what do you not? The one thing I will say is the Bears in today's game had 14 players on the COVID list, and they had all of their starting defensive backs had were on that COVID list. I can't the say Bears they had did? COVID. The Bears. First of all, the Bears defense. Played great. Kept them in the game. <laughs> like, granted, they it, it was 17 points, but if you guys watched that game, you would know right now, if it wasn't for that defense, it would have been at least 45. There was at least a little bit of life after the Bears blocked Every up. single time. Like, yeah. Every single every single time, the Bears offensively, our special team would fuck up. The defense went right in there. They would stop. They, they didn't score the second half, did they? they I think the Vikings one got one. Got one, one touchdown. They, but that's good. Yeah, that's that. They let the defense did what you wanted. Keep us in this game. The biggest thing to me is like when you look at, at the Bears. They got that block punt. Yes. They had the ball in the red zone and they uh-huh. couldn't do anything with it. And yes. that's when we talk about like you gotta do everything when it comes to like on downs. Like make sure you do enough possessions to be in downs. Mm-hmm. But however, Victor, we gotta talk about your Raiders. So also this game was moved because of COVID. Because that's a bullshit. Moved because of COVID. Everybody hates the Raiders, bro. I mean, I wouldn't go that yes, far. Yes, the NFL hates the Raiders, bro. How about <laughs> last week when we were down on, in our 20-yard line, we was a clear, 
clear pass interference. <laughs> and there's no bullshit about that. This nigga was holding his jersey, and the refs didn't... Oh, we didn't see it. Oh, you didn't see it, ref? You were looking right at that nigga with his hand holding jersey. Bro, it's, it's, listen, I hate to be a conspiracy theorist, but like, it's clear the NFL has a bias towards the Raiders. Now, I mean, it's a fucking fact, bro. It's a fucking fact. Don't don't start shit with me right now. Don't start shit. With but me. the Raiders won today. Yeah, they, this was a much needed win. Much much needed win. In my ass, bro. They should have won this game. <laughs> All right. Like first off, you know how you know how bad the Raiders are right now, bro. The Bears, the Browns had their second string players in, and the Raiders stars couldn't keep up with them. Like no Baker Mayfield. Like, you had come on, and you still it still came down to a last minute field goal. For you guys for to win. For 48 yards away. Yeah. To win. And, and like, in Cleveland, in Ohio, where the wins were not great. <laughs> like, this is what we need to get straight. Like, Derek Carr, for the fourth straight year, he's had 4,000 yards. That's amazing. He's going to, like, the worst part, like, he obviously he holds the Raiders in all their stat lines for, for receiver, for, record, for, for quarterback. He's number one, which is ironic to say, like, he's the number one stat-wise. But when people think of Raiders, they're not going to think of him. They're going to think of Rich Gannon. You're gonna think of fucking Jim Pluckett, Cam Stabler, like yeah. You're gonna think of, but he's technically stat wise in the list with them. He's better than them, not winning wise, but he's better than them. Now again, like with Matt Natty, holy shit, like like, like Matt Natty, like he's not, it's not always his fault, especially this season. He's he lost his longest tender coach this year on some racist shit. Yeah, John Gruden. You know what I'm saying? Like how wild is that? You can't see that coming. He's 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 had. If he plays next year, he'll be on his, like, sixth head coach. Yeah. And it's like, how much, like, it sucks that he's getting a lot of blame for it. But it's like, what do you expect the player to do or, or a team to do if every single year you change their identity? But then my thing with the Raiders is they got to make a move. Like, we talk about yes. the Bears. The Bears and Raiders are kind of similar where it's like the GM of both teams needs to go. Yes. Ryan Pace for the Bears needs to go. The GM, Mike Mayock, for the Raiders, so, yes. needs so to go. Mike now, and, now, and, that's, and, so, and next year, you're going to have two new coaches for each franchise. So, I was reading an article. like So, like you know how they always talk about, like, oh, you missed a player, you missed a player. Now, I think that that whole rhetoric, and now, in some instances, it does make sense, like, in all sports general. Like, yeah, you're always going to miss a player. Like, this is a science fact. Like, you miss Donovan Mitchell. You miss... Now missing Carmelo, that's different. Right, right, right. right, like, right. There's, there's or in D Wade if you're Detroit. There's, there's and Carmelo. There's, there's the different. Same, there's the different times in drafts where like you miss a player, you're like, what the fuck were you thinking? When everybody said pick that person. Now you could say Matt, he picked up uh, Arnett, gun problems. He picked up Rugs, DUI. There's certain things like you can't foresee a DUI. No, and not, not not a DUI with man. But the gun thing, the gun thing, I guess that Arnett did have issues before that, and he kind of took a risk on it. And that was just, it didn't pay out. And like, oh, you could have picked up, like, you don't know if that player would have worked out. Like, you don't know. And that's why, like, and then also, he did pick up Crosby. Right. They have they have Perryman right now. They have, well, Waller wasn't drafted, but they have Waller. Like, Hunter Renfro, <laughs> like, deep pick. Like, like, they have some, they, for all the stuff that he might have missed, he did pick up, he has three, we have three Pro Bowlers right now. Yeah. So, obviously, the Raiders, they're playing like shit, but not all positions are. Right. So, we, like someone said, the Raiders are the most interesting team opening right now. You have a brand new well, brand new city. Yep. A brand new, new market. Like brand, new market. A brand new market. You have a brand new facility. Yeah, that looks you, beautiful. You have nobody competing between the entire states. Yeah. You have the entire state to claim as your own. Yep. You, you're you're one of the only, you're one of fucking very few fan bases in all sports worldwide 
that can go to almost any city and have fans. You have huge fan base, a huge yeah, fan I think base. They were Raiders. saying they're one of Mexico's main. That uh, surprised me. No, but like, it was like they were. I think the NFL had like a deal with them, like. So the Raiders play their games in Mexico now. Like they have like a sponsorship deal, like where they have like the market. Right, right. So it's them and like I think the Rams, like a few other teams. But like <clears throat> the fact that you can literally go to any stadium and you'll have a good ten thousand fans there, regardless. Oh, no matter where you, as long as the capacity allows it. Yeah. England, wherever the Raiders are, are a brand, and I hate how we have a saying, but we don't play to it. Commitment to excellence. <laughs> no, we fucking don't. And the worst part is, honestly, we should get rid of that fucking saying and go for the other one. Just win. That's all the fans care about. All That's we care just about, win. Just fucking win. And just, like, come on. But, like, now a question before I get who's going. Do I want Derek Hart back? It's like, yes and no. Because it's like, Derek Hart, you, you are a great... No, Derek Hart. Okay, Derek Hart is the golfer who always hits par. With, <laughs> Mediocre. He's, he's, he's average. He's no, he won't, like, let's say he won't, he won't, he won't go for the bogeys, the birdies, but he will get the par every time. That's, mm-hmm. he plays it smart. Because he realizes, like, you know what, he, he plays it smart, he goes, I'm going to play it smart and hope that you fuck up and I'm going to come up on that. Right. And that's how he plays. And it's just like, you want to give him weapons, but, like, we just, like, I don't know. I just, like, I'm just so tired of this rebuilding fucking shit because that's what we know. The second Gruden got fired, we just we we knew we're like they got rebuild again. Like right, you know, what right, saying? Right. like because like, like there's no coach that can come in here because also Raiders have they have off they have they have pieces on offense that yeah Waller you have a star tight end you have, you might arguably maybe the second third best tight end in the league yeah. you could argue with him healthy you have a good receiving core a good young receiving core maybe one extra piece. On receivers might be the piece for you. You have a solid running game with two solid running. You have Jalen Richard and, and uh, Josh Jacoby, like Alvin yeah. Price again. Like you have an offensive line that that does protect them. You have you have, what you have is like you have cornerstones, mm-hmm. but you don't have like a franchise guy. Like you, and have, you're, like people are expecting Derek Carr to be that you're, franchise you're guy. One egg short of making eggs right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you have like <laughs> one a, egg a, short of making an omelet. 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 Like, <laughs> like you have the ham. You got the you make them around. You, you got you got the you got everything on the side. But you need one more day. And the, I think the hardest thing about that, too, is, like, as we look at Denver, like, Den- speaking of omelets, Denver, like, Drew Locke, not the guy. Teddy Bridgewater got hurt. Is he the guy? But you look up, who are the two people ahead of you in that division? You have the Chiefs, who had that guy in Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. Talk about a guy who is not only the face of that franchise, but could be the face of the league. And two, who's sneaking up on him is Justin Herbert. Now, Justin Herbert, as you know, as I sit here and wear my San Diego Padres shirt, I don't like the Los Angeles Chargers. You know, I don't like Dean Spanos. However, I do like Justin Herbert, and he has great receivers with Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, even like a Josh Palmer or the Jalen Guyton, like great weapons around him. It's just some franchises don't do things smartly, which, again, that's a tangent that I will go off on another time. However, week 15 of the NFL is still not over because we have the Rams and Seahawks playing tomorrow. So the Browns was actually the first game against the Raiders when they uh, lost and the Raiders won. And the Bears lost to Minnesota, so we have to see how that's doing. However, switching to the hardwood, though, Victor, the Lakers, the most inconsistent up-and-down team we have ever seen. We got news earlier this week that Anthony Davis is out for four weeks. Fucking bullshit. So, the Lakers, they signed. You know what what happened after that game? You know who I got a call from? Who? Atkins. (laughs) He he video called me. I I missed it, but I was like, this nigga called me for that fucking shit. He always said, 
80 owe me Achilles. Like, <laughs> I'm going to take your Achilles, nigga. Well, the but, big thing about AD is, like, there are some people who say, like, he's not playing the five offensively or defensively. And we see why when he went up against Carl Anthony Towns against Minnesota. Bro, before the injury, he was getting killed on offense and defense. This true. Like, Shannon, someone said it better. The way Cat was playing is how AD should be playing every fucking game. Every time. And every time. Every fucking time. Like, now, question if you were asked, like, who's better, Cat or Anthony Davis? That's a good question. I don't really know. But I would say history would say AD's better. I mean, well, it's tough to look at because, one, you have Anthony Davis. Like, they're both University of Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis won a national championship at Kentucky. John mm-hmm. Cobb Party's only national championship. Then you have Carl Anthony Towns, who's part of that team with Devin Booker, the team that won 30 0. So disgusting. Like, right? It's a fucking college team. Like, <laughs> right? You have a whole bunch of NBA fucking Hall of Famers most likely on that fucking team. Like. 38 0, but lost to Wisconsin in the Final Four. So th- there's always been comparisons of them the moment they came out. Mm-hmm. You know, they came out Who's separate the times. One, Who's the better one? Like, Anthony Davis, 2012. Cat is definitely bigger. Or he bigger, def- stronger. He's definitely bigger, stronger. But, like, 80s is quicker and more finesse. And right. it's like, well, skill wise, but it's like. 80s. But how good is that quick finesse if you always get hurt? Always get hurt, like, bro. I don't understand. Like, you no, know, but the thing is, the fact I hate that, like, you always get hurt, but like this one injury, this one time, that was an invert, not your own fucking fault. Right. Like, usually it's this motherfucker going for a layup, he come down level, yeah. ah, and he falls. <laughs> it's like, yeah, what the fuck are you doing? But like when he when his knee went back, I was just sitting there. I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me right now. Like this motherfucker is about to go out. And then they're like, no structure down. I was like, oh my God, it's probably a fucking sprain. Sprain four weeks. That's why I'm like, NBA, postpone the season right now. Well, before we get into that, we got a lot more to talk about. So you might as well. The last time we talked, we talked oh, about also, Steph Curry. Uh, Isaiah Thomas, like, okay, that's so fucking sweet. You're back in the league. You don't fucking belong there anymore, unfortunately. Like, you got to earn your... You, like, he's starting for the Lakers. That's how bad we are. No, I don't think it's that. I think, like, look at the... We talked about the Bears. We had to place all these, you know, players on COVID. They're signing people. Like, the NBA, NFL, NHL are allowing people I think to sign it was, people. Who was it? Cleveland's team, their their G League team was, like, a different state. And they're like, oh, but they got eight players in COVID. And I was like, what the fuck? We need more people because they're not going to stop the season. So, if you really want to see hey, what the LA Lance, defenders look like. Lance might be back. <laughs> Born ready, baby. Uh, but, no, I, I look at it from the standpoint of the last time we were able to do a podcast, we talked going into this, this season, Victor. The biggest thing we were looking forward to, even before – Westbrook, AD, and LeBron, and Carmelo was how long would it take Steph to break Ray oh, Allen's three-point right. record? And the way he did it Didn't in New York... did we say around like Christmas? We said around Christmas. Give I, it take like around that time. We said it was going to happen before New Year's. But the way he did it, mm-hmm. I mean, in Madison Square Garden... You couldn't write that better. Two story. out of three. The, the NBA only, was happy as fuck. The only thing that stinks... Well, the NBA was happy because he had the one chance to do it against Portland. That game was on ESPN. Another chance to do it in Philly. That game was on ABC. First off, Another chance to do it against bullshit. Indiana, like the Pacers. That game was NBA TV. Then he finally did it on TNT. So four different nationally televised games where he broke it. So yes, you're absolutely right. Like the NBA is very happy with those ratings. And the way I look at it too is Steph Curry. I mean, the fact that he said he's now the best shooter of all time. I don't know all that. I do respect what he's done for the game and the way he's like dribbled and drive and penetrated. But if Ray Allen or Reggie Miller, who are a little bit taller, bigger than Steph, well, maybe not Reg, like Reggie, not bigger, but taller for sure, if they had emphasized the three point game a little bit more, how much further would the record have been? Jeff, definitely. Because, like, you see, because, like, when you look at their stat lines, like, obviously 500 less games, you're like, holy shit. But then when you look at, like, when you analyze how Ray Allen and um, Reggie Miller, yeah. Like, you, you could tell, you're just like, okay, like, Reggie was definitely more. And also, kids won't understand this because they don't, they weren't alive, but, like, Ray Allen didn't start shooting threes until, like, later in his career. Right. 
Like, he was out here dunking on niggas. Hooping. Right. Him and Kobe were going back and forth in the post mid-range jump shot. And I love what Reggie Miller said on that TNT broadcast where he said, teams were averaging five threes a game when he first Total. came out of the league. Total. Per, like, Bro, Curry took five in the first five minutes. <laughs> right. And he probably hit four of them. <laughs> Honestly, like. I think the only thing that, like, you talk about was, like, a great story. The only thing that stinks is Clay Thompson wasn't there. Yeah. And, but the fact, and also, they were saying how, like, stat-wise, like, Clay lost two years. Two, and, not, over 900, 900 and days. And the way that they the way that they shoot it, that's, like, maybe 600, yeah. 750, give or take how hot he is that year. So, like, that means, like, when it's all said and done, I think he'll be top 10, obviously. Maybe top 6, but then how they how these folks shoot, he'll get knocked out of it. But, like, he'll always be known, like, to Arjuna's, like, nah, that foot was good. He has missed two years. Right, and I think the big thing with Clay, too, is when that team comes back, the way Andrew Wiggins has been playing, he's in COVID protocol now, but yeah. the way Draymond he and all that stuff. There, right? He got vaccinated, oh, he, he, remember? He saw that, that miss, miss check? Nah, I'm going to get vaccinated. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the one thing I will say, though, is Ray Allen scored the game record, his three, The you know, when he set the record, that was his last game. Mm. Like that record that Steph broke, that was his last game. Steph still has a solid like three Bro, to four more someone years. Someone said Steph can be at forty years old what his brother is right now. Just a shooter, just a no shooter. dribbling he, shooter. He could literally if it comes down to his like ego and humility. Like I can see it happening. I can see him going from star and be like, you know what, I'm gonna keep playing. Yeah, and just journey. He can make. He could be the first one to make four thousand threes. Oh, he will. In a career, if not forty five hundred, that's just crazy. And then again, as we said, like Trey Young, they Harden, said, like, his record. Like, once it's said and done, I think his record is going to be damn near impossible to beat. No, absolutely. And I think the tough part is like when you look at like James Harden, who's close. Uh, he probably won't get an active player because Steph is going to keep on going. Mm-hmm. You look at Dame, uh, still active. Probably Dame, won't go so on. Dame, people said Dame, people, like Dame can shoot. But he's not a volume three point shooter like how Steph is. Right, and he like also he, has to like score more buckets than Steph. He has also, to. yeah, he's he's way more. I think he's a better player personally, but like, because you replace him the same, but like, because Dame he does too much. But if Dame decided to, he could do that. But that's not this is not his game. And then you look at Trey Young, like Trey Young, he's he, shooting. He's gonna be shooting, but is he gonna be hitting? That's the biggest question. So also, we gotta remember like injuries like a big thing. Like remember, if Seth was hurt for a few, few like three, the first three years, yeah, like, ankle problems. Like we were saying, he's not gonna be no good. And he was going like Monte. He said like I was behind Monte Ellis. That's what I'm saying. Like, like no AC Law. He was like I was behind AC Law. That's why like it's like, but that's why now these players can come back. And also like, there's no way how a rookie's gonna come. A rookie's gonna come into this league. And then be shooting fucking tattoos a game. Like, no. And that's the best thing is that's what it's gonna take to beat his numbers. Yeah. And no rookie is gonna come out there, no coach is gonna be like, Yeah, you have a green light, get the fuck out of here. So I think the biggest thing is I think you're right, this will be like a Joe DiMaggio fifty six games, you know, hit streak, like that type of thing where it's like it's gonna be impossible. Like if, if we see it in our lifetime, like someone we'll we'll see where where, where he finishes off at. But if we get to see it in our lifetime, that'd be fucking wild. That'd be crazy. Because well, literally it's gonna take someone seventeen years to do that. I think the biggest threat of the NBA was Kyrie Irving on Friday. So the Brooklyn Nets announced that he would come back <laughs> as a part-time player. As we all famously know, Kyrie Irving is not vaccinated. He cannot play in Madison Square Garden. He cannot play in Brooklyn in the state of New York. And he cannot travel to Toronto in Canada. As Victor and I also said, well, first, Victor, let me get your let me get your impressions of Kyrie coming back. I think it's kind of selfish I think it's on myself, too. Like, 
like if you're the Nets, hey, this was your decision. Like you can build around other people, give younger guys. Look, we're, look, we're watching the Warriors game right now. How well is Jordan Poole playing? How well is Gary Payton the second playing? How well is Juan Descano Anderson playing? How well are those guys playing? Like if you're the Nets, hey, it's your fault that you got Blake Griffin and Lamarcus Aldridge and James Harden who logged a lot of miles. Mm-hmm. You need younger guys who can go out there and play. Kevin Durant's out here averaging crazy amount of minutes, and now you're saying, oh, we need Kyrie to come back because we can't keep this going because you speak about Clay being injured. Don't forget, Kevin Durant got injured in the same series, re-tearing his Achilles. He looks great. Second but up still, like, for MVP I'm right now. I'm pretty sure the doctors are telling him, like, listen, we did a good job. Don't get me wrong. But this usage on you is not sustainable. We don't believe. And that's what this, I'm pretty sure the doctors... No, these fools have fucking number one people. And also, like... Bringing Kyrie back is the most hypocritical thing in the world because, like, you can't talk about your preaching safety and all this stuff, but then you're bringing back a player who is known, who's famous, who's more famous right now for being unvaccinated, being a basketball player. Right, and, and like, we talk about Andrew Wiggins. Like, Andrew Wiggins is like, I don't want to get vaccinated. And, and he the got vaccinated the next fucking day. And got vaccinated the next day, but now you're allowing someone to come in like Kyrie basically won like the staring contest. Like the Nets blinked first, yep. and now as you and I were talking and then about, he gets this, right into protocols the day after. Like, right in the protocol. But I think the, so. I think I hate how like, I, I feel like that story was like kind of misleading because like I think the second he officially came in, they're like, all right, we're gonna put you we'll put you in protocol. Like the NBA probably said we're not doing this, but like, the NBA probably said no, we cannot put him back on the court and let him test positive afterwards. We have to at least make sure we put him in protocol and tell him, hey, you gotta get like this, and that's it. Well, I think the big thing, too, is, like, when you look at it, the NBA is going to have their biggest day in less than a week, which is Christmas Day. Yes. That's their biggest games of the day, of the year, with the exception of the finals. However, if you were to have an outbreak of COVID, that's going to be so bad. Because, one, we talked about, like, you're going to have all these G League guys playing, which is great for them. Get, get shy, get national attention, but for the fans, but for the fans, like you tune in to see LeBron and Kevin Durant and Steph First Curry. Off, you paid money for Christmas tickets, yes, to see LeBron. Basically, before the season started, you're like, no, at Christmas we're gonna see LeBron, we're gonna see Durant, we're gonna see Kyrie and Harden and Westbrook and AD. Yeah. Now, granted, injuries happen, let it go. But then now you're talking, you talk about you might only have, who knows, probably only LeBron, probably only Westbrook. Yeah. If they don't go into protocol because Westbrook event. was in COVID and before he, that he game against out. and he before tested, that game against Timberwolves. How did that happen? How that happen? Don't know what I think it is. Yeah. And then now you have you have Harden. He's out right now, right? Harden and Durant. He goes to strip, strip club. You know, you know how Harden is, bro. Like, you know how Harden is. And then, like, because imagine if like Durant goes out. But now, now you have Kyrie playing, but no, Kyrie can't make, make it back in time. I mean, he's not vaccinated. Like, that's the big thing. Because the protocol for 10 days for him. Yes, so exactly. So he shouldn't be eligible for that game. No. And it's just like, so basically you're having the Nets with only Durant, maybe, and then LeBron and Westbrook. That's what we're going to have. That's what we're going to have, Victor. So the big question is, we saw earlier today, on Monday, the NHL came out, the first one of the four major sports, and said, we are going to pause the season and we are going to continue after Christmas ba- break. Excuse me. For a that- fair note, we say baseball is not in right now. So that's true. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. Pause. But then my biggest thing is if you're the NBA and if you have this dilemma of, oh my gosh, we might not have our big people. The Raiders just played a game that got flexed. The Seahawks are about to play a game on a Tuesday afternoon in Which, LA. And if they don't play flexed. on Tuesdays, they don't play on Tuesdays. And how how good are the ratings going to be though? Not good. How, no, the ratings are be great. Oh, like yeah, it'll be fine. But it's just like. It just teaches. It just shows you how like these like these teams really 
Like, just come on and say the truth, bro. Like, yo, like, the Nets, like, oh, we're bringing Kyrie back. Yeah, because you see your season fucking dwindling. And you know that if Durant keeps playing these heavy minutes, he might break down by the playoffs. And if you lose Durant, Harden ain't going to take you. Right, exactly. Because Harden got hurt, remember, against the Bucks. And like, he's, been, he's been out of shape for all season. Like, he's like, it sucks. Like, he's trying to get back into shape, but he's not in shape yet. But he's not getting, he's getting sick. He's going to strip clubs, chicken wings. I don't know what he's doing. But it's just like the NBA. Like, there's that's why like, I was telling Curtis off, off wax. <laughs> um, you can honestly, like, I feel like the Bulls have a legitimate shot of making it to the finals. Yeah, because the Bulls do. You know, because what if they're playing the Bucks? In the season, in that playoff, and Giannis gets... Well, it's it's tough for me because look at the Bulls. The Bulls had to cancel two games because they had 10 yeah. people on COVID. Which is fucking wild. That's like, crazy. But That is so wild. Like, the whole team. Like, it, 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 that tells you. That's why with Kyrie in the room, because the way the rules are with COVID, and how the CDC says it, says if a person's in the room with you, the entire room has to quarantine. Yeah. Every person who goes into contact with you every player who touched you every time you're in somebody can Kyrie get into somebody's face in no, a game no absolutely not but what if he gets fouled like that's exactly. the thing it's tough so it's then, contact sport it's like, so, like, so let's say he gets fouled or somebody fouls him and you're like what, what the fuck was that and you're in his face after the game comes out Kyrie's positive for COVID does that player have to go on the court? Oh, they know that everyone who played against Kyrie has to go get tested. And is that fair for players who are vaccinated? As comes comes down to. I mean, you just hope the like, vaccines work. Like we know, we know you can still get COVID with the vaccine, but mm-hmm. you just hope that people who are fully vaxxed, uh, it works. Because I think Kyrie playing is just a middle finger mm-hmm. to everyone who did get vaccinated. It's a middle finger to the fans who supported the people who did get vaccinated. Yeah. And for people like, who want to see Kyrie win, it's like, what are you gaining from this? Like, like I get, like I understand people's. Like you have your right to not get it something like that. That's fine. I don't care about that. But you don't have a right to like come into work and affect others when you don't want to do it. When there's also when there's many and there's rules against it. Well, now now I feel like you're talking like how we feel as people who go into work. Like it see, now no, becomes a workplace like, environment. Because like, then like no one, the problem is like essentially okay. Like, I work at my job. Like, I don't. I I'm pretty sure a few of them don't have the vaccine. I, I can check it, but I don't give a fuck. But it's like if you come in, if you coming into work, and then let's say you come into work, and then now I can't go to work because of you. Yeah. Then why the fuck I have to go home and do deal with this bullshit? And that's and, like it's not fair to me in a sense. And not only that, why are there not? Because if you're the NBA, what is your testing protocol like? Because mm-hmm. if I who have health insurance, you who have health insurance, I can go to a same day result rapid testing. What does the NBA look like? Because again, we talked about how some players are able to do the two negative tests within 24 hours back to back, but why can't I just do rapid testing? Oh, well, it's not as good as the overnight ones. Well, how can we make it better? That's what the thing that like bothers me. And that's not just speaking for NBA or sports. That's speaking for all of us who have continued uh-huh. to go into work during this pandemic. How can we make this better? And it's just a tough thing to do right now, especially if you are in close contacts like the NBA, because it's not just... Kyrie and the players, it's the fans, it's the officials, it's the assistant coaches who we see on the sideline wearing masks. So I think the whole Kyrie situation is kind of interesting to begin with. And then now, Victor, it just it's giving me 2020 vibes. It's giving me vibes of, oh, it's only a one-off. The NHL postponing their season until after Christmas, that's a big deal. When it's a, I understand, oh, well, it's oh, hockey. Two weeks? Oh, they didn't say after Christmas break, so what does that mean? Yeah, well, like, what's the is that before New Year's? Is that after New Year's? They said they're probably not going to do games. Also, it's like, when you go on a break, like, you can't just be like, all right, we're on a break, like, 
Nah, y'all niggas is bubbling. Cause I, I do I do see if if we keep this constant trend where how COVID is like still spreading and stuff, I will, I'm not saying we're we're gonna be in a bubble, but I will say all the playoff teams will be in a bubble in the right. sense of like we're going back gonna, to the NBA bubble. No, like not like I mean like they're gonna control the team environment on the road. Like hotel, we're gonna have a cleaning staff walking in front of you cleaning everything like and this is like that. But like, see the question then becomes like if you're an NBA so this is what happened with baseball and why baseball had so many COVID issues was because I believe it was the Miami it was the Atlanta Braves, excuse me. They were playing a game in Miami or in Philly and there was a wedding party that was oh. at their hotel. Mm-hmm. So the rooms were a book. So you had people coming in from different parts of the country, different parts of the world mm-hmm. going to this wedding. And if you're the Phillies or the Braves, excuse me, in Philly you're now getting sick because of all these other people around you. Interaction so like so if you're saying, okay, we're going to bubble it and do that, so you're telling me the team is going to buy out a hotel for 15 to 20 guys just to make sure that... That's three, not even a floor. It's like three, it's like three floors. Three floors so, max. Some, cause max. Because remember, in LA, you can find that probably. Oklahoma, I'm pretty sure there's not a lot of hotels with a lot of floors. <laughs> on, you know exactly. Because I think, obviously, obviously you, know, you know right now, Adam Silver and the top people in NBA are probably looking into like... You know, they, they already call, well, like, listen, we're not saying we're going to need it, but we might need to do it again. Like, right. You already know they have a contingency plan. They, they're ready to go. They need one. They already, I think it's interesting that you brought up the the reserve players because I guarantee you Adam Silver was on a conference call, Roger Dell was on a conference call, talking to the owners, and they're like, we cannot shut down and lose more money. Like, we'll lose Bring so much anyone money. up. Like, whatever. Like, we'll, we're, we're going to change the rules for the season. Like, but it's just like you said, like, yeah, it's good for these G League players like to get their shot. Like, oh, shit, he's actually really good. There's, there's a lot of they always say there's, there's Jamal Crawford's out there still. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of NBA players. Isaiah Thomas, baby, why hate Isaiah there's Thomas? A, Nick Young technically still out there. He, so, okay, he might be able to sell the ball. Swaggy P, okay. You know what I'm saying? He, Kyle Korver, shit. Remember, some of these players are still they're they're still too good for the G League, but they're not good enough for the NBA right now. Yo, bring back Ray Allen. Yo, see if you can break Steph's record. Get your record back, bro. Uh, but no, I do want to move on to some pop culture stuff because we had a lot of stuff go on since the last time we spoke. Howard Victor. Mm-hmm. This might be spoilers if you're listening. What? This is gonna be HBO. Oh, Succession. Succession, baby. That shit was so fucking. Good. You know when that music comes like, on, Cassie don't talk to me. Frank don't bother me. I'm watching Succession. Like, it was so good. First of all, hold up. when he sent the picture to his dad, <laughs> and he looked down, I was just like, because I was watching it with so- I watched it with- I watched it with the homie, and we we're kind of like, shut the fuck up, I'm watching it real quick. Cause we're waiting, waiting for somebody to come over. I'm like, I'm watching it real quick for an hour, and I'm watching. I'm like. No, he said to his dad, like, well, like, this nigga weird, bro. Like, he's like, what do you mean? Like, this fool's weird. You a sicko? What's wrong with you? Like, and then he says it, it to his dad, and his dad's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's one of my favorite moments, because when uh, he's talking to Shiv, and he's like, Roman, and he yells in Shiv's ear, and Shiv jumps. I don't think, I don't think that was scripted. No. Because she was definitely afraid. But when you look at the season finale of Succession, they Yo, had some I of the best lines, bro, Victor. It was just like, you, you almost felt, you're like, oh, shit, the kids are getting together. They're about to do this right now. And the dad walked in. He was just like, no. And then you could call him the mom. Mom was like, we're going to rearrange some things. I'm just like, oh, fuck. And they all just sat there like, we're fucked. No. So I think the best part about Succession, and this is like why the season finale was so good, is you know me. I, I got to stay on Twitter. So I log off Twitter when I'm watching something I actually care about. Makes so sense. Succession, I was like off it. Can't sense. watch spoilers. However, when I went back, so many Twitter users were quick to pe- like point out all the callbacks. Mm-hmm. So the biggest one was when Tom was talking about the story of uh, 
not edifice, but it was one of the stories where it was about a guy who pushes his wife down the stairs, oh, the yeah, wife yeah. dies, and he marries his mailboy servant. Yeah. And he asks Greg, like, do you want to be my mailboy servant? And mm-hmm. then, like, they had some, first of all, they had some of the best quotes. Like, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to sell... Tom, I was on the dad's side now. No, but see, that's a callback, because what happened when he had food with Kendall? Mm. And he and he's, Kendall's like, do you want to join me? And he's like, hey, I've seen you lose. I've yeah. never once seen Logan lose. Yep. Boom. You already knew Tom's allegiance was to the dad. But, and then here's another callback. I swear I'll let you get back into this. Nope, another no, callback. This is good. Another callback. When Jerry was talking to Rome and earlier in the season, she said, you need to be asking yourself, how does this benefit me financially? Oh, that's right. 24-7. You need to be asking yourself that. Yeah. And then when Rome came out and was like, can't you do anything to help me? Jerry looked him in the eye and said, how does this benefit me financially? I That's, said, ooh, and that also, was, like she yo. Said, I work for the shareholders. Yes. Not for you. How does this benefit me like, financially? Don't get me ooh. wrong. Like, you guys have a, a controlling interest. And obviously, how Kendall, first of all, I love when Kendall was like, Kendall, his life is so shitty, bro. No, no, no. So the person that takes the most L's all year this year? Shiv. 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 Shiv took the most, she couldn't get. Political. She couldn't get uh, Sanan Lathan's character. Right to represent the company. That's true. She couldn't get the Gojo. Rome did. Yep. She pissed off Tom, and then she had the political party stuff. And her dad. Remember the, the, at the dinner, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in charge now. Yeah. And dad was just like, I. Yeah, exactly. Like, he, he, she was. She did the most L's by far, and then she was like, and you can almost you could argue and say she's the most aggressive one. Yes. But she was just she wasn't playing her role. She wasn't playing her role correctly. Because obviously the dad does not want that. He wants to be in charge still. Kendo was supposed to be his his little fucking and puppet. Succeed him. Supposed to be his puppet. And now the then, question is, what's going on with Connor? Because Connor's like, I am the eldest son. Like, Connor, I am the eldest son. For president and shit, like this was Yo. such a trip. Like the one, I'm just like it's just like damn. Like every single time, it's like you don't know what the, you don't. You just don't know. The one thing I will say is that the season finale had some of the best lines. What can you do for my like? What, how does this benefit me financially? One, which was a good line. Uh. Who needs a soul anyway? That was two. But then number three was when Kendall was talking to his dad and said, so what are you going to do with this $5 billion, huh, dad? You just going to put it on top of the other pile? Is that what you're going to do? And his dad said, yep. And he said, do you really need it? What are we supposed to do? Build your own pile. That was the best. Like, that's one of the best lines because, like, basically when you watch the social success, I'm so sorry if you haven't watched it. If you haven't watched it, start watching it. Yeah, please watch that show. It's so good. The dad has basically done everything. And for it's his based kids. off the, what family was it? I like? mean, it's loosely, sort of not really based off of the Murdoch family mm-hmm. with Fox News and Fox Corp. But we don't know that for sure. And now you have so many... No, nah, because like, it, basically it's like, it's a new version of that family because like, maybe even remember Shiv said like, we're, we're making... Shiv, Shiv also, also she, she's the only one in the family that really acknowledges that they make blood money. Because right. she said like, we're making money off of the rhetoric from the right. Right, exactly. And that's kind of like a. a but hint. she also is the leftist in the family, which is like she's a leftist, but she's not. But it's like it's like because you can't. It's like it's weird because they're they're just so fucking. First of all, don't you love whenever like they go somewhere? How no matter where they are, they're flying somewhere. There's a car waiting for them all the time. Yeah, absolutely. It's like no matter like it's like this is the ultra rich like the boat going back and forth. Oh, when like, they're in Italy. But see, the best part to me is the most subtle thing, and this is why I love the season finale. They are playing Monopoly. Yes, like the su- like the su- yeah. and then when when Tom got the get out of jail free card, he's like, huh, <laughs> again, <laughs> like, and they're like, oh, it's not cheating, it's Monopoly. What's the, Greg? Yeah, in Greg's role, like, 
He's like such a pussy, but then he's not like he fails upwards so much where it's like, wait, how are you continually able to move up? And the fact that he's like, that's the best proof of nepotism. Yeah. Like also his his grandfather is uncle. But even when his grandfather like turned his back on him, was like, he's still at Greenpeace. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like he's like, I'm giving all your money to Greenpeace. And you realize the arrogance how he was talking with the the Duchess or the other big. How he was just open, like, oh yeah, I'm still in Greenpeace. Yeah, but he did that the Republican where he's like, oh, this is where I pick the next president and he or whatever. Was like, but he made it sound like, oh no, I'm in the right, they're in the wrong. Right, exactly. They, they took my money. Right. But he's like, no, that money was donated to them. And that money was and, technically never yours. Oh, did you hear they're writing about me? So yeah, I, I can sue. Yeah. And it's just like, this is how this is how they live. And it's like, even fucking Kendall's fucking weird ass birthday party. <laughs> like, like, Welcome to my mom's me, vagina. When, when you were when they were walking in, did you know what it was? No, I didn't until I said it. So the second they were walking in that shit, I was just like, "Is this a vagina?" Because <laughs> no, I don't even know why my mind went that way or I was just that disgusting. But like, I was just sitting, I was like, "Why is it? It's like a vagina." And I was like, "I feel like they're, I, I was like, I feel like they're walking out of a vagina right now." And then I saw the lady, I was like, "Oh my fucking god!" So, uh, but like, see, here's my question: How do you set up season four? Because the big thing is Connor is going to run for president. He's no, he, engaged. He is, he is running. He's running. He's like polling at zero point eight or whatever it and is. You know, he said, "I can make I can make the change." He's like, shut the fuck up. Like so, basically, I think how it how it it starts, it's going to jump forward like either you think a few months or a year. Oh, I think it's going to jump forward probably a few months. A few months. I don't know if we can do a few like a whole year. I think they go a few months. So I think they go like they go like I think they go a year forward into like an election cycle with Connor like polling at fucking they're gonna they're gonna show like they're gonna show something they'll probably show they'll probably just say like oh X Y Z is running at this oh and then Connor Roy is running at and he's gonna start off low but then somehow he's gonna gradually like he, move I up I think he jumps up as high as like ten percent like some dumb shit like that and then he'll, he'll get absorbed because then ours there's gonna be some kind of scandal obviously. Oh, always. But the scandal. question is, what's the scandal? Is it going to be Rome? Think... Rome's dick pics? Like, is Jerry going to come oh, out? Remember, against remember him? he said we got to fire. Uh, Dad, we probably can't fire her for <laughs> me sending you a dick pic. That's kind of very uh, yeah. Exactly, because Shiv was even like, "Do you want to sue the company? Do you want Rome fired?" Like she was on the attack immediately. Because Shiv don't have time to play with that shit. Now the big, now the biggest question is in the next next season. Do all the kids get together and then form their own conglomerate and try to take down their dad? That's the question. I think yes. Because you know what we also didn't see was we saw a lot of their mother, mm-hmm. Logan's first oh, wife. Also, but the new wife we didn't see a lot from. Remember, because is, is, is Logan is Logan have a kid again? Oh my god! Remember the, the maca root and then also eating a lot of walnuts. The, the first wife that knew that her new husband who had to get a con artist person. Like, right, right, right. I need the con That's artist. how it's set up. I think. Do we like like? There's, there was just so much going on in that show. There's like, so many layers. Curtis told me to watch the show for, for months. And then I remember one day, I was like, hey, yo, bro, do you watch Still Call Succession? He's like, Victor, I've been telling you to watch the show. <laughs> and I literally sat there for a week and watched all of it. And it was a great, it's a, I didn't, I didn't Well know, written, well acted. I, I, just, I also just, I don't like how they did one, one a week. That was kind of annoying to me. Yeah. I like, I'd rather have the whole thing in front of me, just blast it all Oh, it would be done. I'd be done with that's it. That's why I kind of like watching shit at the end of stuff, but then you miss the hype and then on Twitter you fucking get... But oh, like, it's like, for me, Game of Thrones. Like, I, I could never get into it because I just have no time and the next thing you know, it's like, oh, Red Wedding. And I was like, well, I guess everyone that's, that's who... That's a good one. That's a good one. Everyone who care about dies and it's like, next thing you know, it's like, oh, this person slept with this person. Okay. Yeah. Oh, the series finale is a strike. Okay. Yeah, it was. But like, yeah, so the succession is a great show, everybody. It's definitely coming back to season four. Like, oh, it's coming back for sure. I, I think... 
I think this show, tell you right now, ahead of time, I think it runs six seasons. So my thing is, when do you want it to end? That's so the that's question. Why I think you do it. I think six seasons because this way, season four will be all about what, what the fuck the season finale was about season three. Right. That will be the whole entire year. I think about the kids getting together and taking to the thing. Season five will be the official takeover of one of them. Season six is the ending of all of it. Right. That's how I feel like. I think also HBO smart. They always get rid of their shows. Also, you can tell right now, this show's fucking expensive to make. Because oh, the they're flights. filming on location. Yeah, in like, Italy, that show is nice. They're filming on location. Obviously, they have, they have a big they have a big wallet. They have some star power people. Like, this is this is like some of the, the, the guest stars that they have, those aren't cheap actors. No, you know not these are like Adrian yeah. Brody was in there. Sanan like, Lathan. See, these, like, are, yeah. these are some expensive. Sanan Lathan is expensive. Yeah. TV series, she was probably making about a million dollars episode almost. Like, and also, the, the Italy part, I think it was, it was the Italy part and the private helicopters. Oh, all the time. With gas going up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? With Inflation. gas going up. But so this is one thing, too, that someone brought up. Because we talk about, like, shows ending. I know HBO, Netflix, Hulu, all these shows that are popular, they want to end it before the actors get really popular asking for more money. I know HBO has always been notorious for seasons ending early or like you know the wire yeah. five seasons <sighs> and there's crazy. another uh series that i love that i don't know if you watch which is insecure i watch it i haven't i'm a i've been watching it like here and there like i kind of know what's going on because i hear on the, the twitter yeah but once it's done this season i'm gonna watch it all at one time so you should because we got the series finale next sunday yeah, I know. and that's the day after christmas is when they're airing which i think is really smart and i got i mean like Issa ray has done so much like you see the way she moves like the way she's making business, and, and she signed with HBO or signed with somebody else. She signed with someone else for a big amount of money, but you see like all her like domino effects and other people who are signing because of her. And I think the one, the one, yeah, her Ava DuVernay got look. Well, Ava DuVernay was before. Know, Issa, but like, but, I'm saying like I'm saying about black women. Oh yeah, Robin Thede, who does um the uh, what is it the black who, women sketch who, show? Who does the shy again? What's her name? Uh, I don't know who does the shy, but I don't know her name. Uh, that does Abbott Elementary that just premiered on ABC. Quinta Williams. Yeah, so like, like that's a good one. A uh, Ken, Ken, what's, what's his name from um, Blackish? Oh, you're talking about uh, Kenya Barris, yes. Kenya Barris, like Black Lena people, White. We're doing, we're doing shit right now. Black yeah. doing shit. And we got to keep watching these shows. But Insecure, I'm watching that next. I still, he looks miserable. Um, Succession, six more seasons, six seasons. Because then, also what HBO does a lot of, they make these shows, what they do is, they end stuff to make you keep talking about it. Oh, absolutely. Because like, now the thing is, I don't want them to redo The Wire. No, they can't. They can't, but they cannot. But, but like, you know how these they keep trying to fucking like don't reamp shit. Like you can like make like if anything, what they might do for like just for succession. Do you see any spinoffs? Nah, unless you HBO give. Not a, they don't do spinoffs. They don't. But the only spinoff I can actually see that people would like is Tom and Greg. If Tom and Greg were to do their own show, mm-hmm. people would watch for sure. See that now is that a twist they might go for like season five? Like you transfer Tom to a different department or. Greg Singapore, to a yeah, or something like that. Or do you put Greg in amusement park like he wanted? The Adventures of Tom and Greg. <laughs> See, that I would love to watch like, that. A two season run, I watch that. Two well, the big run. thing too is that like you have to understand that this might be one of the best Sunday nights HBO's ever had. Succession into Insecure. Mm, that's that's a, right. Think about that. That's a solid night. And going back to your point where it's like you said, I don't like watching things that come out weekly. Talk about things coming full circle. You and I, we obviously are old enough to remember when shows only came out once, once a week. week. Yeah. Gen Zers and young kids, they like the fact that, that you can not only bust through stuff, but now when they're watching Succession and Insecure, they like the fact that they have to wait a week. 
because they're saying like, oh wow, this keeps my attention, and it's how you build an audience because it's more word of mouth. So it's so funny how everything has come back full circle. Netflix was always doing it first because they were the first ones like with that option opening up. Because it's smart because it's just like, oh, you have them just like, oh, once a week, once a week, once a week. But it's like, damn. But a great show on Netflix is good. It's True Story. If you guys have not watched that, Kevin Hart and True Story, it's a drama thriller. And Kevin Hart did the best acting of his fucking lifetime, people. When I tell you, like, you guys think of Kevin Hart and you think of laughter and you think of all this kind of stuff. You're like, oh, it's going to be funny. It's starring Wesley Snipes. It's like it's a six six episode small run. That's all it is. Very nice. And I'm telling you right now, I watched it in two nights because I was so addicting. Because like you just you just don't see it coming. Like every single every single episode, you're just like, what just happened? And then next episode, what just happened? Like every other second, what just happened? And it really shows you how Kevin Hart has definitely grown. And his acting, because like he went from stand-up comedian to superstar comedian to acting in small roles, keep acting and keep acting in True Story, because Kevin Hart is ridiculous. Like, you watched it yet, True Story? I haven't watched it yet, and I know everyone's. I'm I'm behind because I've been trying to watch Narcos. i will still have watched Spider-Man number one. All right. Oh no, no, we're gonna get to that. We gonna get to that. So we gonna (laughs) gonna get get to to that. that. <laughs> no, but true story. And I think the one thing I like about the fact that you said that is that he did the upside. I think with Brian Cranston. So he. So I know this. So like, so Kevin Hart is a crazy businessman. Everybody like. So there's the story of this man. They said like, remember how when um, who's the guy from this man died? Stewart. Stewart Scott. Remember how they were saying between between takes he would fall asleep when he had, when he was between, going through, through cancer, cancer. Yeah. That's what they say. Kevin, Kevin Hart does it. It's like when Kevin Hart's like, in between traveling from like the bus to like the next interview. He'll just knock out because he just doesn't stop moving. Right. And like so he he had a set plan for true story. So he was like, I did my comedian stuff. I know he Kevin Hart has always known he wasn't gonna be the funniest person, but he knew that he can market it to the way where he makes the most money. That's and all he, that matters. he always right. said that. Right. And he always said, like, it's not forever. I'm gonna do this but I can't. Obviously, life said happened, so it made the car accident changed a little bit of trajectory a little. But then he straight said I made the, the tops. I made I made the dramas because I wanted to show my other side of acting, not just like Jumanji and the funny stuff and do like a man. And then he said, "True Story" was the accumulation of all the serious acting I was doing. And I'm gonna tell you right now, that shit. Like if you woke, if you did, if you didn't know who Kevin Hart was before that, you would think that's what he does for a living. Like he acts. Deck, like drama, like right. not, he's not one of the world's funniest fucking comedians. Well, I think it's interesting you bring that up because we were talking, like my mom and I were talking earlier about typecasting, and mm-hmm. some people just stay in their own lane, or like audiences only want to see them stay in their own lane. Like I don't know if you saw the interview with Comedy Hype, mm-hmm. where uh, Christopher B. Duncan talked about he would walk into, he played Braxton on the Jamie oh, yeah. Foxx show, he'd walk into a room full of black producers, like, oh, what's up, Braxton? Not taking him seriously as an actor. No, even on even memes, they like remember he played original gangsters. From was it? They're Indiana. They were they were Gary Indiana. Like, yeah. Like you can't tell me that's Braxton. That's Braxton right there. Right. Exactly. Because that obviously Braxton was the most famous role. And every time I see, he's he's been in like other shows like um, Criminal Minds and stuff like that. And he's like always a gangster. But you're like, nah, bro. You you Braxton. Braxton dog. But I think the thing is that you're branching out. And I think it's interesting when you look at like Braxton on the Jamie Foxx show. He had the opportunity to branch out. So more people like more people got yep. to know who he is. Like if he just st- like if Jamie Foxx just stays doing comedy. And doesn't do Ray or doesn't do Dream Girls or doesn't do any of that stuff. Or Spider Man. 
or Spider-Man, he doesn't get taken like with more notice. Whereas I think some people like Kevin Hart have picked up to that. And I think that all goes back to like, look at someone like Eddie Murphy. Like Eddie Murphy was comedy, comedy, comedy. It was like, yo, I'm going to do drama. And that's how you expand yourself to a and bigger, also, wider we audience. To, we also have to say Kevin Hart was in a position of luxury where he could take a risk like that too. So oh yeah, it absolutely. wasn't like he wasn't like it's like people are running like to you it does suck being typecast in a sense, but if you're typecast, if you can't afford not to be that stuff, you can't always just branch out easily. Hey, it never hurts to have a bad agent. It's very true. So yeah, so Kevin Hart, he branched out. I recommend everybody watch True Story because that shit was fucking amazing. Like it's six it's the, the best part for me though is six episodes, forty five like, hour each. So that's like Two nights. Okay, so not too bad. Because the reason why, I'm sorry, the reason why, if you once you watch the first one, you'd be like, "What the fuck happened next?" Like, and that's why I had to finish it. I I stayed up late just to watch it. I was like, "Hey, those are Netflix shows, bro." Netflix is fucking. Those are Netflix shows, but no, I do love the fact that like most of this stuff does come full circle and like everything does come back around. And speaking of things coming back around, Victor, I'm gonna give you time to set this GoPro because we're like. You're, I'll, do, I'll do right this time, don't worry. No, 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 you're just going to hold it. We're not going to put the stand up or anything like that because I had something amazing happen to me that I'm going to talk about. However, I need to make sure that people, if you're listening, mm-hmm. now's the time that we're going to talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. When you go watch the film, I'm so sorry, here's some spoilers. Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire show up. It was fucking fantastic. All the, all the people show up. Jamie Foxx. Uh, we had Alfred and Molina as like Doc Ox. You had the Sandman. You had the Lizard. However, William Dafoe as Green Goblin was fucking fantastic. Excuse my language. He would automatically stole the show. However, I'm really disappointed in you. I'm really disappointed because there was a line in the film where Jamie Foxx said, there has to be a black Spider-Man out there. We have no idea what that means. Are they bringing one in? As you saw, Doctor Strange open up the multiverse. They showed you the end credits. If you haven't been watching Disney+, Plus, you need to because WandaVision... Loki, all that stuff comes back. King of the Conqueror, is he in it? Like, we gotta do this, okay? We gotta bring Miles Morales into the MCU. Make sure you go see it. Toby does a great job, because he comes back. Andrew does a great job. And Tom Holland does a fantastic job. One minute. Woo! Victor, that film was great, though, bro. That film was great. That, that film was... One second. Woo! One minute, one second. That film was great. Isn't there a Black Spider-Man? Um... No, see, people keep getting on my nerves with this, buddy. Okay, look. You haven't watched it, so I got it. Oh, my God. You hear it in my voice, people. You hear it in my voice. What was the first biggest opening of the weekend? So, I believe... I got to look it up, but I'm assuming it's got to be either Shang... It's got to be Shang-Chi. You said of the, of the weekend was the No, no. It's the second weekend. largest of the year. Oh, you said... If I said weekend, said, I apologize. So, it... Let me look to see... Oh, this is some bullshit, too. Ooh, oh, we, Bruce Aaron. Are recording this? We're recording all this. Okay. We're still on. Yeah. So it doesn't say which one uh, beat it as number one. Didn't Shang-Chi flop? No, Shang-Chi was good. Shang-Chi was good. It's good, but didn't it flop? No, no. They're making a sequel of it. Uh, it's, it's really big. But no, I think the biggest thing with this new Marvel movie, and look, I have to explain this to people all the time. So when you go and watch the first Tom Holland movie, right, which you did not watch. No, who's Tom Holland? Oh, my God. He got right here. Who's dating Zendaya from Euphoria? Oh, Tom Holland. I thought Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. I thought, wait, wasn't there... What was the other Spider-Man? Tobey Maguire. No, there was one between that. Andrew Garfield. Okay, him. Yes. He was the amazing Spider-Man, which didn't have a number three. That was Sony's, right? No, they're all Sony's. They're all Sony's. They're all Sony's. But they're on partnership now with Marvel. Correct. So here's the here's the best thing about it, and I'm glad you brought up Andrew Garfield. So, do you know Childish Gambino? Donald Glover? Yes. Yes. So he auditioned to be the amazing Spider-Man. The, at the time, the head of Marvel Comics, not Studios said we cannot envision a black Spider-Man. 
So what they did was was they came up with their own original story of Black Spider-Man. The cartoon one, right? The cartoon one who turned into be Miles Morales. If you go back and watch one of the very first Tom Holland ones with Donald Glover, he makes a cameo as who? Aaron, the Predator, Miles' uncle, if you watch Spider-Verse. He said, yeah, Miles, I can't make it tonight. He tells Tom Holland, I don't want these weapons sold in my neighborhood. I have a nephew that lives here. So... They kind of opened the door for a black Spider-Man. The, the door is already open. We have a black Spider-Man, okay. but it's animated. But do we bring that black Spider-Man it's into the room. MCU? And then another question is, Tom Holland and Zendaya, they actually reached out to Sony to say, hey, we want to be in the new Spider-Verse movie. Our voices want to be in there. So can that make an appearance? So we got all this stuff going on with the MCU, Victor. That's Marvel Cinematic Universe, if you don't know. I know what the fuck MCU is. Okay. Oh, when do the gosh. X-Men come back? So we don't know. Because are they part of it? <laughs> no. What about where's Reed Richards? Who's that? That's Fantastic Four. So who is Mary Jane? That's Zendaya. She's MJ. But, MJ yeah. Watson. Mary Jane Watson. She didn't have red hair. No, she didn't. Because it's a different universe. So, oh. So is this Doctor Strange? So essentially, what we're saying now is Doctor Strange opened up the multi. Because he control. Because there's obviously there's infinite universes that he correct. Which as you've been. No, no, no. No, like, that he's one who that allowed, that knows how to get to each one. So as if you watch, uh-huh. what if if you watch WandaVision, oh, about the fucking the other Disney shit. Plus, it all comes back together. It's a lot because I didn't watch Hawkeye because as you know, I'm not the biggest Hawkeye Jeremy Renner. Sucked. I'm not a big Jeremy Renner fan, as you know. Uh-huh. However, you have I now got to go watch it because they said there might be a plot in there that I missed. And then also, you know what I didn't watch? Let's cut you off. I didn't watch Venom. Isn't Venom? I, 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 stop! I'm watching it, but that's but, yo, also it, it, owned it, by it's Sony. Sony. It's Sony. Though, it's also right? owned by Sony. So, but it's in the same Spider-Man universe, right? It has to be. But like that comes down to will Sony and Marvel like make a deal? Like, hey, how about this? No, bring them over and we'll and we'll work out something. Well, that, they have. That's how they were able to get Tom Holland, Spider-Man, and like Captain America: Civil War, Avengers: Endgame. Victor, I need you to watch these films so we can talk about it, man. Bro, that shit is two hours and 40 minutes. So here's the thing. If you go see, this is the biggest advice I can give you. If you go see No Way Home, go to the bathroom. It's a long film, and you need to watch both post credit scenes. There should be a what? You need to watch both post credit scenes. They should have a fucking break in that movie. No. You got to watch both because they both are going to expand. I'll because uh, remember, movie. remember, you still have Thor. Love and Thunder. You're still doing that shit? You still got that one. And then you had all those movies got What's pushed back. Eternals? Oh, so Eternals what? came out, but then we're talking about the Black big Panthers one. Black Panther's still coming out. Black Panther 2. Wakanda, fa- <laughs> Wakanda Forever, that's going to come out. Doctor Strange and the Most Adverse of Madness, that's still got to come Eternals, out. Eternals, right. But everything got pushed back. And then who's the next one? There's another group to come in. Oh, uh, Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. We got Secret Invasions, Marvel Secret Invasions. X-Men. We got Miss Marvel. Fantastic, you have X-Men. You have Captain America. The come Silver Surfer most likely come back in here. Victor, Marvel's going to continue to kill it. And are people tired of it? I'm sure they are. Marvel no, see, fatigue. They are, but if they bring back the X-Men. Oh, it's they, over. But they are bringing back X-Men and Disney Plus as X-Men 97 as a series. The cartoon, I remember that. Yeah. The cartoon's coming back. But like, because like, you kind of want Logan, you want Hugh Jackman to come back one more time. Because he is, in our eyes, that's Wolverine. Not to mention, you know who else hasn't been introduced yet? Deadpool. Deadpool! I'm good. Yo! Come on, son. Let's go! I'm good. I'm Ryan good. Reynolds, I'm Hugh good. Jackman, like, as Wolverine, let's go. Rekindle Deadpool that. Deadpool was... He was in the universe, but not really in the universe. He's in the universe. But he... Cause he, he it's but confirmed he, he's, but he's in the, the universe. But he's the only one that breaks the fourth wall. Correct. I know my, I know my term. <laughs> he's the only uh, mutant or player character that breaks the fourth wall, and he acknowledges there's other shit out there. 
Now, now here's the thing, Victor. Yes. We saw the trailer for part one across the Spider Verse, right? We saw that. What? We didn't see that trailer. No. You didn't watch that trailer. No. Oh my god! Should have been done a live reaction because I my mind went crazy. Okay. So they're coming up with Spider Man into the Spider Verse two. That's, that's gonna be that's the cartoon. Okay. It's not. It's animated. Stop saying cartoon. All right, cartoon is what you're over there eating cereal with at seven a.m. No, it's animated. It takes like three years to make. Okay, cartoon. Yeah. Stop it. There's gonna be two of those. You got to break it down. So in the last trailer, we saw Gwen Stacy comes back talking to Miles. Miles is now older, has a little bit like better hair, broader shoulders. Now, what are you gonna do with him? Because now you got Miguel ninety nine again. Victor, would you judge me? Here's my question: Would you judge me? I'm thirty two. That movie's not coming out until cartoon. No, no, no. That movie's not coming out till November of twenty twenty two. That's not bad. I'll be thirty three. Okay. Will you judge me if I dress up like Miles Morales? That's a little different. Put on like cosplay. Put on the Jordan ones. See, don't tie them up. Got the uniform on. Crazy. Do you, you judge me? If you bought Jordan ones, I'd be shot for long all that. <laughs> I'd be shot for that alone because you ain't paying that kind of money for them. <laughs> nope. <laughs> exactly. Nope. But um, no, I wouldn't care because no, why? Because wherever you do, there'll be something that do way more. Who's older? That's true. There'll That's be something that would be older doing way more with his kids. That's true. Like, you know That's what I'm true. There'll be something way worse than that. Well, Victor, I'm so glad we were able to do this podcast again. Oh, Might be so last of the fun. season. Huh? Might be last of the season, bro. Oh, yeah. Last of the season. We still we said, what, once it was January 1, we we're going to start season 2. So, yeah. we got 37 episodes in for the first season. That's pretty good, I would have to say. Uh, we're going to continue to do this as much as we can, but it's this been a blast. first year? First year, buddy. Oh, my God. We have so many good moments. We should have, Maybe we'll do one more. Talk about our greatest hits. Yeah. Go back. We'll blackout before the blackout. What if we just what if we just play random clips of older episodes and talk about it? If you have the time to do that, I would love to, see, to hear it. We'll do that. Okay, we'll you'll do that. do that. We'll see. We'll uh, anywho, we'll my left arm hurts, Victor, because I got my booster shot earlier today. Please, everyone, if you haven't already, go get that booster okay. shot. Make sure we are boosted up so we can get the hell out of this pandemic. I'm, I'm tired of it. I'm done with the boosters, bro. I'm done with all that shit. No, you're not. I'm done no, you're not. All it takes is one. Victor, we talked. We spent the whole first part of the show talking about COVID. <laughs> yeah, but I'm already rising. vaccinated, too, bro. I'm vaccinated, too. I'm, I'm vaccinated, too. I'm vaccinated with Jesus, bro. Oh, my God. Okay, well, anywho, <laughs> you guys, please have a very safe and happy Christmas if you celebrate it. If not, happy holidays to everyone else. We'll catch you guys next week. Until then, Victor, what should people do? You should find the podcast on the E-Rose podcast. That's T-H-E-E-R-O-S-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. That's on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, fucking TikTok, probably. I don't know. Anywhere, anywhere you can find socials, you can find us. And then, Victor, where can people find you? You can find me at VIC underscore GW403Ds. That's on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. I'm out here balling. Nice. And I have one update. We did some research. NHL will resume on December 27th. So they're going to take a break until Christmas which and then resume, which is break. smart. Uh, you can find me at Chillin' with Kurt on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Twitch, all that good stuff. TikTok, come find us. Please like, download, subscribe, and share the show. Uh, we will see you guys very, very soon. Oh, definitely wear a mask, man. Stay fucking six feet away. Yeah, for real. And get a booster shot. <laughs>